0: This is Blue Money, a finance podcast made for cops by cops. With us, you know your money's safe. Lieutenant Jim Donnelly of the Ben Salem Police Department and co-host Kevin McGarry of Valley Financial Group come together to help protect and serve your financial needs. This is Blue Money.
1: I want to welcome everyone to the Blue Money Podcast. My name is Jim Donnelly. I'm a financial advisor at Valley Financial Group. I'm also a police lieutenant at the Bend Sound Township Police Department. I'm here with my co-host, Kevin McGarry. Jimmy D. Kev's the managing partner of Valley Financial. In today's episode, Kev, I'm going to you know break down to the audience basically what a 457B plan is, the pros and cons, a little bit about it, uh, and just give some guys some general knowledge in it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, 457B, 401K, 401A, 403B, IRA, Roth IRA, It can get pretty confusing, huh?
1: Yeah, Kev. I mean, when I first got hired in law enforcement, I was a Philadelphia police officer in in 1998, and I had no clue what a 457B was. I didn't know what a 401. I heard a 401 before, but I had no idea what a 457B it's was. It's like
2: Latin class. Remember Latin?
1: I, I had no idea. I had no idea probably 10, 15 years into my career. I just knew that was a retirement plan. I didn't know the pros. I didn't know the cons. I didn't know why it started. Or I didn't know why I had it.
2: Do you think most most officers, most law enforcement employees felt feel the same way you did?
1: They have no idea. I I pulled three cops last week because so I knew we we're going to do this
2: podcast.
1: <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I asked three random guys. Do you
2: pick the smart ones?
1: I picked one out of three smart ones. <laughs> I want to make my point on this here. But I did. I asked three random guys. I said, guys, you know why we have a 457B, and not a 401? And they looked at me and they said, I got no clue. Does it matter? <laughs> and I said, Yeah, it matters. You got to know the pros and cons of the of what retirement investment vehicle, you're, you're putting all your money in, it's important. So I really thought that's why we just out of nowhere, we did this podcast for the full 57B to give the guys some some information. So when someone ever asked them again, why do you have a full 57B? They shouldn't understand because they're putting all their life savings in it. It's important for them to know.
2: And that's what I've seen. I've seen like a lot of people, not just in the law enforcement industry, in all industries, they don't, they don't understand it, truly understand what the difference between an IRA and a Roth is. So, Jim, you become an expert on the difference between a, a 457B and a, and a 401A in your situation. You break it down for us?
1: Yeah, right. I mean, I won't call you an expert. Far from it, Kevo, but I appreciate it. So, just so everyone who's out there what the 457B is, the 457B is basically a 401K but for public sector organizations, and that's basically... Police, fire, some school teachers fall under 457B, but most are 403 it's really just our 401k that's basically what it is from the private sector you know the private sector is going to be giving the 401k to their employees where the public sector is giving us the 457b option and basically what we're doing we're giving contributions are made through salary deductions every time we get paid every two weeks that money's going to go in tax free and it's going to grow it's not taxed yet when we take it out that's when it's going to start getting taxed so it, it balloons up we're going to have to pay uncle sam eventually but people always think that we might be in a better tax bracket later on in life than we are right now. That's why a lot of people put money into tax things.
2: With the 457, where do you see the the pros versus and the cons of the 457 plan?
1: So let me start first with the cons. The, The two things that jump out at me when I look at the 457B is sometimes the investment options are not as plentiful as a 401k. And sometimes they have a little higher fees. It's not the end of the world. There's still a lot to invest in but it's not as much as a 401. Uh, another down thing I see with the 457B, it's a lot harder to get your money out. You, you really can't take a loan off your money. Uh, you see people with 401s constantly taking loans, and you really can't do that with a 457. It really has to be really of a hardship to get your money. You can't do it for buying a house or education. You can't get it for getting through a divorce. It, it just can't get your money out of 457. Now, the positives I see about the 457 over a 401, the big one is a lot of since you know law enforcement, firefighters, we're retiring at 50, 52, 50s We can touch our money over 457 the day after we retire. Now, if you have a 401k, you can't touch your money till you're 59 and a half without paying a 10% or,
2: penalty. Or doing a stretch. You know.
1: Correct. So if you don't wanna pay that 10% penalty, I mean, you could take your money out of 401, but you're gonna be paying that 10% penalty. So that's definitely an advantage if you're able to touch your money. Not that we're recommending it, not that you should touch your money, but it's there in case of emergency happens. you some flexibility, right? The other plus, the pro that I actually see, is you can max this account out, a 457B, and still have a 401A, and you can max both of them out. So you can contribute, $20,500, 20500 which is the limit for a 457B. And then if you have a 401A, you can contribute also 20500 So you're pulling $41,000 a year, which is big. There's not too many other... Like you can't have a 401 and a 403 and do that. So 457 is the only
2: tool that allows you to have two different accounts. So you can contribute to both at the same time and max out. That's correct. It's a home run. You can stash more money away. And, and talking about maxing out, what about you know what we were speaking about earlier, the last three years...
1: And that's a huge one. So, with a 457B, your last three years towards retirement, you can do double your contributions. Now, if you're 50 and above, yes, you can do an extra 6,500, which gets you to 27,000. But this is even better than that. This your last three years, even if you're not in your 50s, you can be 47, 48. As long as your last three years in retirement, you can double your max. So, that's $41,000 a year you can save. And that helps us out when we get those big checks with vacation, uh, sick. And you're going to be about to retire. You're getting some big checks, so it's a lot. It's a great opportunity to stash more money away without paying those taxes on it.
2: Right. And the other thing we were speaking about earlier is a new offering that you're seeing out there. That's the 457 Roth. So right now, when you're sitting down and you, you're you're making these elections on where you're going to contribute it, the new ones, the 457 Roth, we're seeing right now, right?
1: That's correct. Kev. Yeah. The 457a is really starting to take off. Uh, the great thing about that, which I see, is you know, if you do a regular Roth, a traditional you know, IRA or a Roth IRA, and the limits are a lot lower, but you can't make a certain over an income. If you're married, it might be 150, whatever the number might be. Here with the Roth 457, there is no limit. No, so it doesn't matter what a police officer's making, you
2: can still contribute it, which is a great tool. Right, and, and if you're sitting down there and you're saying, all right, which one do I select? Everyone's situation is different. But here's what I want to explain about the 457 Roth or Roth in general. You know, when, when we're doing planning, the biggest assets we see with our clients, and this is no different for law enforcement uh, clients, is their biggest assets are their 401A, their 401K, or their, their property, their home. And, you know, when it's time to take income and your own boss in retirement and you're starting to pay yourself, you know, if you're taking a lump sum out of that IRA, if you roll that 401A or that 457 into an IRA, you're taking that distribution out. And you know what? I want to buy a truck. I want to buy a boat. I want to buy a vacation home. I want to pay for my daughter's wedding. That's going to have tax consequences. So when we're looking at and when we're contributing to our retirement plans, we're looking at future income. And how can we have better tax, you know, efficient income and in retirement? And the one way to do it is contribute to your 457 Roth or your 401k Roth. It's great, a great source of potential tax-free income and in retirement.
1: So, Kev, the only thing I see negative with the Roth 457 is you can't touch your money to your 59.5. Where if you have a 457b a regular one, you can take it out when you're 51, 52, without that 10% penalty. So just so you know, if you are invested in a Roth 457, you're not going to be able to get your funds out without paying that penalty until you're 59 and a half. And also, I want to make sure just that so everyone understands, you can have both. You can have a Roth 457 and you can have a traditional 457B, but the limit will be the same. You only can save 20500 So say if you save $10,000 in your Roth 457, then you're only going to be be able to save ten five in your traditional 457. So the limit's the same, but you can still have both, which is a nice vehicle if you want to put some away before taxes and then some after taxes and let right. that grow. So it's also an instrument that you can look at and see if it helps you out.
2: Right. I mean, there's a bunch of things here. Just just to reiterate what Jim said, the money that's going in the 457 or your traditional 401a or 401k, it's going in before tax. So you're not paying any taxes on it until you turn on that income stream in retirement. Uh, with a Roth, a four fifty seven Roth or four four one a four one k Roth, the money's going in after tax, but it's still growing tax deferred. But the withdrawals are coming out tax free. So there's a bunch of benefits with the with the Roth, especially with the four fifty seven or four one a Roth. Your money's growing tax free. Your withdrawals are tax free. You know, unlike a a. An IRA or a 401k. There's no required minimum distributions with a, with a Roth. Also, if something happens to you, you're leaving the money tax free to your heirs, to your beneficiaries on that. And the big thing is when we're doing the planning, there's tax flexibility in retirement, because if you have to make that big, you know, distribution, that big withdrawal to pay for your daughter's wedding, or pay for that boat or that vacation home down in the shore, you know you're probably gonna hit up the, take it out at the, the Roth because you don't wanna increase your taxable situation and give any IRS, give the IRS any gifts. So you know the one thing is if you have it, it's a great tool. It's prob- probably wise to sit down and talk to somebody and see if it makes sense for you.
1: So Kev, before we wrap this podcast up, there's one thing I want to talk about with the 457B that I forgot to mention. And that is that if you have an employee match, it's very important for them maybe to put that into a 401A if they will. So in Ben Sam, we have a 2% match and they put that into a 401A and I'm able to put my, I can max out my contributions in my 457 b to the 20,500. So I have two accounts growing and I can even put more money in the 401A. The first time they say they open it up, it closes. So I can't just do that periodically. I can't just do that a couple of times a year. They opened it once and it's locked, but it gave us a, a nice, uh, investment opportunity for two different accounts. So hopefully other financial departments will do that out there for townships if if, if they don't already have that. So Kev, I just want to get to this. Can you wrap this up for us before we end this podcast? Yeah, I, I think a few
2: things just to remember is your 457B is very flexible. It allows you to take income prior to 59 and a half if you're retired. Number two, you can max out. Remember this, you can max out both your, your 457B and your 401A or your 401K, depending on what you have. Here's another big one is you can you have a catch up provision your final three years in your four fifty seven B up up to forty one thousand dollars. Take advantage of that. And when it comes to the Roth, you know, either if it's a 401k, 401A Roth or a 457B Roth, you know, it gives you the ability in retirement to have tax flexibility in retirement income planning and spending. You don't wanna be giving any any gifts to the IRS and that's what the Roth offers in retirement. So Jim, you know, there are the things they need to remember when, when they're sitting down and selecting which plans they're gonna be contributing to.
1: Kev, thanks for wrapping that up and telling everyone what the 457B pros are and what to really look out for during their investment in 457B. I just also wanna thank all the listeners today for giving us the opportunity to tell you guys everyone about a 457b plan hopefully this helps going in the future if anyone asks you why you have a 457b plan you have a little information now if anyone has any questions feel free to contact me and kev directly Our contact information is going to be on the short show notes i hope everyone has a great day
0: and be safe out there be safe thanks for listening to blue money to learn more about jim and kevin or for a free financial assessment visit valleyfinancial.com or click on the link in the podcast description or show notes Until next time, safe investing. This material is intended to be educational in nature and not as a recommendation for any particular strategy, approach, product, or concept for any particular advisor or client. These materials are not intended for any form of substitute or individualized investment advice. This discussion is general in nature and therefore not intended to recommend or endorse any asset class, security, or technical aspect of any security for the purpose of allowing a reader to use the approach on their own. Before participating in any investment program or making any investment, clients as well as all other readers are encouraged to consult with their own professional advisors, including investment advisors and tax advisors. Valley Financial can assist in determining a suitable investment approach for a given individual, which may or may not closely resemble the strategies outlined herein.